0: It says, do not be unequally yoked. And if you want to know what that means, it means do not be unequally yoked. That's what it means. Do not join yourself together in a way. And I, and I think it could apply outside of marriage, but I think it definitely applies to marriage. Do not join yourself. Do not yoke yourself together with another person in a way that will connect you to that intimately if they don't, if they don't believe. If dating is if preparation for marriage... Lord. If dating is preparation for marriage and the person's not a believer and you're still dating them, you're yoking yeah. yourself to them because you're preparing marriage. And, and that's just clear in Scripture. Don't do it. And a lot of people will say, a lot of people say, well, what if I break up with them? And you may have friends like this. or You may have been like this. And most of these things, by the way, on here, the only reason I can talk to you guys about them is because I did every single one of them. I, I, I tried to argue every single one of them. And Derek was there probably to hear every single one of those arguments. But uh, so he knows, I'm sure experiences or people are coming up in your head that I was like, well, and you know, people will say, yeah, but, but if I break up with them, what if, what if that turns them off to God? What if that makes them think God hates them? And what I, and what I wrote down here is, there's really my heart on that, is the spirit really that pathetic? Is the spirit of God really that weak that your good looking, hip personality not being in that person's life, God, God really needs you. He really needs you to be there because you're that hot or you're that smart or you're that spiritual. He, You've got to be there because if you're not there, that may shut the door forever. Straight to hell. For eternity Straight in that person's hell. life. And the truth is, no. The Spirit of God is strong. And, it, and, and it, He is not that tentatively based on whether or not you are with a person. And the bottom line is, if, if you are with a non-believer, what kind of God are you reflecting to them? Louis Giglio said this. James Michael mm-hmm. brought it up, and he said, "Okay, if you're supposed to be the reflection of God to that person, what kind of a what kind of reflection of God are they seeing when they wake up to you? When they wake up next to you in bed the next morning, are they seeing a God that really um, doesn't care about the purity of their life? Doesn't care about the importance of <coughs> of them being fully in relationship with Him?" doesn't care about them having the best in life and doesn't care about you having the best in life. And I'm gonna end this here, but it's that God made marriage to bless you, not so you would constantly have to be picking somebody up off the ground. Yes, are there gonna be times in your marriage where you're gonna to have to pick the other person up off the ground, absolutely. But God, God made you, made marriage as a relationship that you would have to die to yourself in. But he did not make marriage so that you would have to be a martyr in order to get married. He didn't make you to be married to somebody that's not abundantly more godly than even we might be able to imagine. He made marriage to be a blessing, not a curse. And if you're yoked together with an unbeliever and you're a believer, at some point, your marriage is gonna be a curse to you. Because it's, it, it, it might be with your kids. It might be with what you do on Sundays. It might be with them yelling at you about you care more about God than you care about them. But it's going to come down to not looking like what God made it for. And that just brings us back around to the ultimate point of marriage, the ultimate point of what dating should be pointing to, and really the ultimate point of life, which is to know God better.